Previously on the campaign trail. John Hopkirk is suspended from the ceiling on chains, yeah? Right, okay, what I want to do is to shoot at that single point that suspends him and drop him very hard on the glass ghosts. Okay, yeah, you uh, fire two consecutive arrows at the chain that is holding the dragon and uh, it bursts through the chain and uh, the dragon goes, Aha! I am free! <laughs> and uh, the dragon comes tumbling down. Uh, it uh, plummets faster and faster. It opens its mouth as if to blast fire and then smash right into the crowd of glass ghosts. You can help us now. Destroy this lie factory and fight the election as yourself, not as a puppet. Let's have a fair fight. Yes, 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 Shaples, yes, yes, you, thanks to you. I've got control of all of his mirrors, you see. They're under my control now, and on, on election night, this night, at three o'clock, on the dot, I shall send my class ghosts to visit millions of people across the country. They'll be given my message. Don't trust the goblin. Don't trust democracy. The enemies are all around you. They're your neighbours, your families. And it all comes crashing down. As soon as I've gathered all the necrotic energy from the mirrors of this country, I'll be ready. All the bells will be connected. When the power is gathered, a single toll from this bell, and I will call all the ghosts to my allegiance. On this night, with this bell, as soon as the power is mine, I shall toll it out, and I shall control everything. Yes, that's right. With this bell, all I need is one wing to rule them all. The black bell above you shudders, and the purple energy around it shifts. Uh, Malzar taps her cane and you see the magic morphing and shifting. From the bottom of the bell, two tentacles of magic emerge. Then they become solid like legs. Two more sprout either side halfway up and become arms. A white fire blinks near the top into a pair of eyes. And then another licks across the centre of the body forming a fiery mouth. Say hello to larger Len. Must have had a really bad sandwich. This just looks weird. <laughs> uh, Larger Len flexes his spectral arms and slaps her hand against his um, belly, for lack of a better word, and then says, Ding, ding, round one. And so, for one final time in this campaign, roll for initiative. So, first in the order is Larger Len, the big, Fighting large the big bell. bell. <laughs> a big old bell. Uh, he, for his first attack, he's going to rush up to Gorlak and do a hit on him with a big old spectral punch, and that's 25 versus AC, which oh. I probably don't need to tell oh. you is going to hit. Uh, and does 15 points of bludgeoning damage and uh, Gorlak is going to have to make a dexterity saving throw uh, which he fails and so Gorlak is now prone on the floor uh, for his second attack 
Uh, he is going to cast uh, Ray of Sickness. Oh, I thought you were about to say Ray of Sunshine, but that would That would be nice! <laughs> uh, Ray of Sickness on Tilda. Oh. Constant. Constitution saving Constitution throw. throw. Does not save. Okay. 12 points of poison damage. Uh, and now you're feeling a bit queasy. Uh, for his third attack, he's going to go after Dareth. Mm-hmm. He's going to cast Inflict Wounds. That's not going to hit. That's going to be like 12, I think. Uh, so he uh, he just misses you uh, with a very threatening-looking uh, fist of magic. Pelicos, it is your go. Yes! Oh, I should uh, set the scene for you. You've got Larger Len, the big black bell, and then you've got uh, four other little bells that are orbiting around him. Uh, then behind him on the throne, behind a magical shield, is Malzar. So first of all, we've got to defeat larger Len. Agonazar's Scorcher. Ooh, okay, cool. That is a line of roaring flame, 30 feet long and 5 feet wide. Whooshy! Uh, I see you'll get one of the bells as well in this one. Um, and it is a deck save of 14. Uh, Len... 10, I imagine that's not going to do it. No. I'll say the red bell. Uh, natural 20, so that one saves Ooh, the wow. little bell. Flips okay. out of the way. Uh, but roll your damage for Len. It's a bit rubbish. 12. Okay, cool. Uh, so, the red bell goes next. Oh, hell, uh, they yep. got individual attacks. <laughs> yes, they do. It is going to cast a fireball. Uh, can everybody make a dexterity saving throw? 18. Do you all good? Plus 3 is 21. That might be even good. <laughs> 14? Nope. Ah, 11. 11? Nope. Uh, so, uh, can you take each 15 points of fire damage? Birdie, birdie. Uh, the green bell goes next. Uh, it rings, and you see a massive sloop of slime coming down, and it slips across the floor, and now you are on difficult terrain. Uh, so if you want to move, you're going to have to make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, the yellow bell is next. Uh, it uh, rings, and you see a little ball of lightning appear above it, and then it fires towards... Uh, Pelicos making attack roll. Attack with your roll? short sword. Oh, with your short sword. Oh, we're doing this again. <laughs> Is a natural twenty. Yeah. Okay. Cool. You knock it back, uh, and uh, you knock it at uh, the bell, and it's going to knock it back. Yep. Uh, that just hits, and it's going to hit it at Tilda making attack roll. Five. Nope. Uh, you get oh, electrocuted, but thankfully you only take t- you only take two d six damage. Oh, two points of damage. <laughs> very, <Lovely>. very lucky. <laughs> Snake eyes. Uh, Tilda, it is your go. Uh, bells are made of metal. Yes, they I are. You're going to lightning them up. going to lightning them up. Yes, I'm going to do a double shot of lightning arrow 
um, at Greenbell. Greenbell. So, okay. first shot is 17. That hits. 20. That also yeah. hits. Uh, roll some damage. Roll some damage, right. Uh, 12. <laughs> Uchi. Uh, the small bell, uh, the small green bell, uh, is now cracked down the middle. Right. Uh, Gorlak goes next. Uh, he is going to stand up and he is going to cast. He throws up both of his hands and points them towards larger Len and he is going to cast Burning Hands. A thin sheet of flame shoots forth from your outstretched fingertips. Each creature with a 15 foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw. So that's going to be all of them. Large Len fails. Red Bell fails. Green Bell fails. Uh, yellow succeeds. White uh, fails. Blimey, that's a lot of failure. Uh, so that is going to do 19 points of damage on all of them and the green bell explodes and is gone. Ha <laughs> ha! Bella! Good. <laughs> I wanted to make that joke! <laughs> I just am trying to figure out how to make a bells, but that's money. Ha ha ha! Animal Crossing. <laughs> this is my life uh, now. Uh, the red bell is looking cracked. Uh, the final line is looking absolutely fine. Uh, Dareth, it's your go. Alright, I would like to. Do bells have ears? <laughs> uh, larger Len can hear you, but doesn't have like ears in the traditional sense. <laughs> so they're not going to be able to hear my dissonant whispering. Uh, larger Len can hear your dissonant whispering. Well, I I'll want say. to confuse him. Mm-hmm. I would like to somehow, if I can, as best I can, mimicking Pelicos's voice, just like have this resonance of Bellend, 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 Bellend. <laughs> uh, okay, first of all, make a performance check. <laughs> uh, what's my performance? Pretty good. Yeah, that's a 21. Okay, cool. Uh, take advantage on your roll then. Oh no, it's a um, it's a save. Oh, it's a save. So, oh, so I'll no, give disadvantage. Uh, disadvantage, yeah. Uh, fourteen. That does not save. Okay, cool. All right. Where are we up to? Twenty-nine points of psychic damage, please. Each. Mm-hmm. Cool. Uh, the white bell goes next. Uh. It is going to cast uh, Cure Wounds on the final Len. And he gets back five points of health. Not uh, not very much, because it rolls for shit. <laughs> uh, larger Len goes next. Uh, it slaps both hands against its uh, body and makes a huge resonating Boom. Can you all make constitution saving throws? Oh, I don't think I'm very constitutional. <laughs> Eleven. Nine. Nope. nope. Sixteen. This is all about the constitution. Uh, Tilda and Dareth, can you go ahead and take twelve points Ooh, of point. psychic damage? Oh. Uh, for a second attack. Uh, Len is going to leap towards Pelikos. Uh, Nine versus AC, I imagine, does not hit. It does not. Swing and a miss. And with its final attack, it's going to go after Gorlak again. 
And that is 12, which meets beats. 12 points of damage to Gorlak. And he's going to make a, another um, dexterity saving throw. 21, he's fine. Uh, he blocks, tries to block it with both arms, and he's just kind of pushed back uh, in that sort of cool way you see in anime. Uh, so he doesn't fall over, uh, so he's fine. Pelicos, it's your go. I sneak up to larger Len. Ooh. And stab him with a green flame sword. Ooh. 14. Does not hit. Oh! Sorry. You glance off the side of it. Uh, red bell goes next. Uh, it uh, rings and casts a fireball. All make dex saves for me. I'm not very dexterous today. Natural <laughs> 20, good god. Fuck. Yeah, Dareth, you're 17. fine. Likewise. Okay, okay, you're all fine. You all dance out of the way as this fireball goes hurtling past you. Oh, I should... Uh, Gorlak is also going to... Oh, dear. Five plus whatever his dex is plus two. No, here. Uh, Gorlak's going to take a bit of damage. If Gorlak dies, is the election off? Twelve. Uh, you'll have to decide that. Uh, Gorlak's looking pretty bloodied now. Uh, yellow bell goes next. What's about Ursula? Uh, uh, Ursula is back in Gambler's Grave. <laughs> <laughs> I've decided. God. <laughs> no, I did not. Definitely. Uh, the white uh, lightning ball comes hurtling out at Dareth, making a attack roll. So plus my what were we saying for this one? Uh, your whip, I think. Whip. Or whatever you were using. Um, it's usually the whip. Let's be real. Ooh, okay, yes, twenty-five. Oh, yeah, you go. You knock it back. Uh, the bell's going to hit it back. Yep, 15 minutes. So that's going at Pelicos, making attack roll. That would be... 17. Yeah, it hits. Uh, 13 meets beat. So it's going back at Tilda, making attack roll. 12. No! <laughs> you get a big electrocution. Uh, three, six, seven points of lightning damage. Uh, Tilda, it is your go. Right. Oh, I am going to shoot lightning arrow at the white bell. 26. That hits. Uh, yeah, the, the, the little bells don't have very much. Just try to take them out. Um... Okay, ten. Ten points of damage. Ooh, cool. Uh, the white bell is now looking a bit cracked down the middle. Gorlak goes next. He raises his hands and casts... Let me see if this will be of any use to you, actually. Um, Dareth, what's your uh, AC at the moment? Thirteen. Thirteen. Uh, so, he's going to task mage armour. 13 plus your dexterity modifier, would that make you your AC better? 13 plus dex modifier. Yes, it would. My dex modifier is plus 6. Okay, cool. So now take uh, 19 is your uh, temporary AC as Gorlak gives you some major. Wait, wait, wait. Is that regular dex modifier or dex modifier with saving throw? Uh, Just it says dex modifier. Which is still better. Okay. Uh, so, Dareth, it is your go. I would, as soon as I've got the whip in my hand, which bell is closest to me? Uh, the final land. The final land. I would like to 
Um, whip the final len into shape, please. Okay, go for it. Uh, I don't remember that. Um, surely it's I don't think I'm going to do... <laughs> <laughs> uh, 15? That does not hit. No. You just caress its face gently with the whip. It's, it awakens something in me. <laughs> uh, white Bell goes next, and it is going to cast a Chaos Bolt at Pelicos. Uh And, well, those are two plus whatever. That's not going to hit it. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> you don't uh, use Chaos against me! <laughs> uh, large Len goes next. I think he's going to cast Ray of Enfeeblement. Dareth. Uh, ranged spell attack. Seven. I don't think he's going to do it. <laughs> Ah, you dance out of the way. Second attack, it's going to try and slap down on Mr. Pelicos. 25 versus AC, I imagine it's going to do a Ow. considerable hit. I uncanny dodge. Yeah, you, you're going to need it. Eight points of bludgeoning damage and make a dexterity saving throw. Uh, I don't make the dex saving throw. Okay, but... you are knocked prone. Uh, in your attempt damage. to dodge yes and you, you dodge but you trip over <laughs> uh, so uh it is your go uh, you can stand up yes that's probably a good idea and <laughs> I stab okay uh, stab at Len yes with the green flame blade there you go for it which should be a non-natural 20 ooh, ooh. meets beats Oh, it's made of magical metal. What do you expect? Um, yes, that's true. Um, so he's uh, going to take. Um, do I do the regular? Yeah, eight, eleven, thirteen, sixteen points from the stabby. Cool, cool, cool. Takes another four points from the green flame blade. Uh, which then dances off to the white bell. The white bell, okay, go for and it. And uh, misses. Oh, well. Oh, Wait well. a minute. Does it have uh, to... What kind of. Oh, no, sorry, it's not a curse bolt, is it? Okay. No, no, no. Um, uh, 16 points, did you say, initially, for the for the, for the stabby damage? Yes. Okay, that. Ah, no, is... wait. I don't, have to, I don't have to make a hit roll for that. Um, right. Second one takes another 8 points. Oh, white bell explodes! Boom! Yay. Nice. Ding dong! <laughs> Ding dong, which is dead. So, uh, so that's going to be. I should point out. Eight points of damage final then actually takes from that stab. I should point out, I have nothing against witches. <laughs> uh, so, it is the red bell next. Another fireball bell. comes ringing in your direction. Dexterity saving throws all around. 14? Just. Just saved. Was that all round, you said? Yeah. That's also a 14. Yeah, you're good. 17. Yo, you're all good as the fireball goes dancing past you. Uh, the fireball flies into one of the mirrors and is absorbed into it strangely. Uh, Tilda, make a perception check. 15. Inside the mirror, you see the ghost of Sean Hopkirk the dragon absorbing this fireball into his mouth and then he winks at you and disappears 
next is the yellow bell. So the lightning ball is going to come trouncing out at Dereth. Yeah. Make an attack roll. 25. Yeah, you hit it back. Uh, if you want, you can try and hit it back at uh, one of the other uh, combatants. Uh, you can try and hit it at Len or um, the red or... Yeah, you've got the yellow bell, red bell, and Len. Yellow bell, red bell, well. yellow bell, red bell. Um, yellow bell. Okay. Uh, it hits it back. Uh, Pelikos, make an attack roll. 24. Yeah, hits. Uh, are you hitting it back at the yellow ball, bell or the final uh, larger Len? Um, larger Len... Yeah, okay. He's going to try and knock it back. Ooh, and he fails! Uh, Pelikos, can you roll 4d6 lightning damage? Not really. 7, 8, 12. I mean, that's a respectable amount of damage. Uh, so, Tilda, it's your go. Uh, I'd like to use healing soap, please. Yes, go for it. Alright, how. Okay, cool. Gorlak is next. And he's going to do an old classic. He's going to do a thunder wave. Uh, so I think Larger Len is going to have to make a dex constitution saving throw. And fails with 2 plus whatever his con is. So that's 10 now. Uh, he fails. And he's going to... I think the bells are going to have to do it as well. I thought it was only people on the ground. No, the, the red and yellow bells are also going to have to make con saves. Uh, red bell fails, yellow bell, uh, nap 20, so that's fine. So, larger len and the red bell are going to take... Uh, I think he's going to cast this as a level 3 spell uh, to give him a few more damage dice. Here are uh, 17 points of damage. Uh, the red bell explodes. Uh, larger Len still looking pretty good though. Really? Uh, oh, I thought he'd done something with his hair. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't got any hair, he's a bell. Yeah, he's just a big old bell. Uh, Dareth, it's your go. Well, seeing as Len's looking so good, I'm going to do a, do, do a magic. Okay. What are bells made of? <laughs> metal? What if I heated some of that metal up? Go for it. Is it just an immediate effect? Uh, I think it is, actually. <laughs> it yeah. is. Oh, um, great. This is going to be fun. Roll some uh, damage. Uh, that's 20 points of, like, hot damage. Hot damage. Fire damage, I'll call it. <laughs> Probably, yeah, fire damage. Okay, cool. Uh, large Len, larger Len goes next, and he... Dareth, you start to hear some unsettling voices. Uh, as uh, Len takes a step and rings ever so slightly uh, the voices you hear are saying things like they abandoned you nobody wanted you nobody believed you they all thought you were shit nobody likes your music your music's rubbish as some dissonant whispers come at you can you make a wisdom saving throw 17 Okay, you're good. I think. Do you take half damage on uh, on dissonant whispers? I don't think you do. 
No, okay. Uh, yeah, I think you're good there. Oh, yeah, no, it is. Uh, it is half time. Oh, it is? is it okay. half time? Alright. Yeah. Okay. So, that's only eight points of psychic damage. That's okay. I'm only down to one health point. Ooh! <gasps> <gasps> uh, second attack, uh, Larger okay. Len is going to try and punch Tilda. Uh, 17 versus AC. That does not hit. Oh! Oh, yeah, because you get special uh, advantage, don't you? Yeah. Yeah, if he's already hit yeah. once. Yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, it's hard for him to hit me again. Well, he's going to try and hit you again. Nope, uh, nope. <laughs> uh, Pelicos, your go. Right! Chaos Bolt! Ha ha ha! Yay, Chaos Bolt! Larger Len. Uh, larger Len. <laughs> We'll see what happens. It might be nothing. You never know. <laughs> it's chaotic. It's chaotic. Chaos it's, with uh, Pelicosta Various. It uh, is 24. That hits. Um, so it's 2d8. So it actually turns out to be fire damage. Three, six, ten points of fire damage. And because I've rolled double threes, it leaps to a new creature of my choice within 30 feet. That's the yellow bell is the only one. Well, uh, yeah, or, or Malzar. as Malzar's b- behind a force field, isn't she? Yeah. So, yeah. yay. Uh, new attack roll against yellow bell. Um, 18. That hits. Woohoo! A new damage roll. So... This it turns into acid. Ooh. Um oof, eleven points. Oh, the yellow bell explodes. Yay! No <sighs> no more tennis. <laughs> Nobody for tennis. Uh Tilda, it's your go. Right. Uh I'm going to fire lightning arrows at large. Yeah, lightning. go for it. Fourteen? Uh does not hit. Uh, does not hit. Sorry. Gorlak goes next, and he is going to cast Mass Cure Wounds. Ooh, I like oh, I Oh my god, I'm glad that exists. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you're... Socialism. Get... <laughs> yes. <laughs> 16 hit points oh. back. Gorlak oh, is literally He's casting it as a uh, six-level spell. Uh, Golak's getting quite low on his spell slots now, though. Uh, Dareth, it's your go. I would like to... Could I use Polymorph to turn Large Len into a small kitten? No, you could not. It is immune. <laughs> Damn. You could have seen this coming. Fine. I'll just whisper at it unnervingly, then. <laughs> Uh, I just want to turn you into a tiny cute cat so I can be less afraid of you and you're trying to kill me and my friends. <laughs> uh, 16 plus whatever it's wisdom is for yeah. two. So 18. So it's half damage. Cool. 10. Cool. Uh, so Large Len goes next and he's going to aim a slap at Tilda. Uh, 21 versus AC. I imagine he's going to hit. 17 points of bludgeoning damage and can you make a dexterity saving throw? 21. Okay, you're fine. You don't get knocked to your arse. Uh, so how many points of damage was that? Uh, it was 16. Uh, or was it 17? I think it was 17. Yeah, sorry. 
uh, for its next attack, it slaps both hands against its belly again and sends out a thunderous ring. Uh, can you all make constitution saving throws? 12. Nope. 18. You're good. 19. You're good. Tilda, I'm afraid. Oh no. Uh, 12 points of thunder damage. So, uh, next in the order is Pelicos. Gosh, what am I going to do? I'm running out of spells to hit it with. Let's, <laughs> see, let's see what more. I cast a firebolt. Cool, go for it. Um, that would be a 17. Does not hit. <gasps> Your fire just bursts around large lane and it just gives you a look and a grin. Uh, Tilda, it's your go. Go lightning arrow again. Cool, go for it. 22. Uh, that hits. Hooray. Uh, second roll is also 22. Ooh, also hits. Oh, cool. Right, okay. 16 points of damage. Ooh, that uh, is... Yeah. Does a thing. Uh, it does a thing. It does a thing. Um, <laughs> Len just kind of... Again, like that's the... the uh, the damage kind of ricochets around him. He just turns and looks at you, Tilda... And again, just grins and says, Is that all? I just raised my middle finger. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, okay, yeah, he he doesn't look quite as smug anymore. <laughs> uh, Gorlak goes next. And uh, he, like, turns his neck, uh, turns his head either side, doing that sort of neck cracky thing, and uh, cracks his knuckles, and then goes, Oh, this is getting a little out of hand. Perhaps you need to be need to go and cool off. And he casts Ice Storm. Uh, a hail of rock hard ice pounds in the ground in a twenty foot radius, a forty foot high cylinder. Uh, a creature in the cylinder makes a dexterity saving throw. Which Lenny's going to do. It's eight, so that's not going to do it. And it's gonna take a bit of cold damage. 16 points of bludgeoning damage plus uh, 46 of cold damage 10 points of cold damage uh, but again uh, as soon as the uh, ice dissipates uh, Len just uh, reaches up a hand and brushes some off his he doesn't have shoulders but he just does that motion um, but if he did <laughs> and I think then he, he, he flips you off. <laughs> uh, and Golak just kind of goes, for fuck's sake. Uh, Dareth, it's your go. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to. I think I'd like to. So is anybody close to Large Land right now? Um, I would say that your friends are, are, are kind of around. But, like, is there a. Melee like... range? Um, a 15 foot cube um, if you want your friends to move out of way there's still the difficult terrain so they would have to make dexterity saving throws I'm going to say it's not worth it then I'm going to I think I'd like to heat some more metal okay go for it I will <laughs> so if we call them down and heat them up and call them down <laughs> eventually like he cracks well with 11 points of fire ooh Cool. Uh, yeah, he looks very red now. <laughs> uh, Dareth, can you make a perception check? Right. 
Got a nat 20. Okay. Uh, ooh, bloody hell. Uh, okay. You see that the dozen or so mirrors around the room, uh, they kind of like are cycling through uh, various um, constituencies and towns throughout the country. Um, and you get the impression that each of these mirrors is kind of placed in a, a fairly tall building so that it can look at the um, the clock tower of the various um, soap churches. Uh, one of them uh, that is quite near to you uh, cycles through and stops in... Ooh, the Forest of Mean. Uh, and uh, you see like it's in a room with uh, an old man who is kind of peeling potatoes and keeps looking over the mirror uh, and then he does double take and sees you looking through the mirror at him and he sort of creeps over and he goes what the hell is going on in there hello person in the mirror am I going mad no I'm, I'm here hello who are you? I'm, I'm Dareth Moonbeam. You probably haven't heard of me. No, I think you no, should have. I haven't. What are you doing in my potato shop mirror? Oh, now I want to get a potato for dinner. Um, I am not here intentionally. I'm trying to defeat the spell. Uh, Can you help? Can you throw oh, potatoes I'm, at it? I'm, I'm just a potato sales person. I, I and I'm just a get help, I suppose. Um... I can get the police or something. Um, can you let people know we need backup here? We're in largest land, largest land, larger land. Larger land. We're, we're in a big old land, and we need to do the thing before the queen has come back from the moon, destroys the world. If if can he? Um, I don't know. Is there something he could do? Can he like? Is it the bells? Right, they are controlling the bells. The mirrors are controlling the bells. I'm talking shit. Um, <laughs> can he? Wrap a cloth round his bell tower so that his bell doesn't ring and then break his mirror. Uh, roll a persuasion check. Oh! 20... Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. 22! Uh, I'm feeling persuasive. Yeah, he, he seems persuaded. And he goes, okay, okay um, I'll get... Uh, what's his name? Uh, the Fal- Falcon Flew 4, whatever. Uh, he, he's hanging around trying to do Falk, good and yes, all that. Yes, Oh, Falk. yes, we, yes, he's We awesome. go way back. Uh, oh, you know him? Yes. We're uh, drinking buddies and possibly nemesises. And for <laughs> Saving the world, buddies. Yeah, and nemesises. Yeah. Yes. Nemesis. Uh, he goes uh, nemesis. wandering off, uh, at which point Larger Lane goes, if I might have your attention. Sorry, we're, um, we're talking over here. Shut up, you big bell. And he's going to throw a punch at Dareth. Uh, ooh, that's only 10 versus AC, so I think that's going to miss. Yeah. Uh, he's going to try and throw a punch at Tilda. Uh, 19 versus AC. Oh, that does hit. Uh, 10 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, can you make a dexterity saving throw? 19. Okay, you are not knocked prone. Uh, so you are still standing. Uh, just about, I imagine. Uh, yes, my points are low. Uh, eat another soap. Pelicos. Does Lajolaine have a clapper? Um, probably on the inside. Oh, very pushed damn it! Um, right, I just leap in with my green flame sword again. Okay, go for it. Twenty-four. 
That hits. At last! <laughs> a hit! A palpable hit! Uh, 11, 13, another 16. 16, so that's going to be 8 points of damage. Um, with... Oh, that's pointless. <laughs> Horrible thing. Um, one point <laughs> of green flame damage. Uh, again, it's just zoop. And uh, he, again, like looks at you and just kind of snorts in your derisively in your direction my general direction yeah <laughs> I snort in your general direction <laughs> he turns French for a minute uh, sorry elvish for a minute uh, Tilda uh, I, I'm gonna have a soap okay go for it uh, is this uh, bell looking dented nope still looking pretty good oh my word we... uh, Gorlak is going next and He's getting pretty low on the old spell slot, so he's going to cast magic missiles as a fifth level spell. Using the last of his fifth level spell slots. 12 points of damage. And Gorlak is kind of looking a little exhausted and uh, leans forward on uh, his knees uh, and is looking pretty worse for wear. Uh, Dareth, it's your go. Um, I would like to run over to Gorlak and cast Cure Wounds. Good thinking. Uh, Large Len goes next. Uh, he, again, cracks his knuckles and uh, slams his belly. Can you all make constitution saving throws? 19. That's You're good. You're good. What was it? Oh, 19. That's a oh, you're plus all whatever. Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the thunder comes rattling by you, but you you stand your ground. Uh, Len dashes over to Tilda. Uh, 19 plus whatever. His attack is, I can't remember, it's plus 5, so you have 24 versus AC. Uh, 13 points of bludgeoning damage. And make a dexterity saving throw. Sixteen. Uh, yeah, you're good. You don't get knocked over. Uh, he comes after Pelicos next. Uh, Sixteen, 90, 20, 20 versus a dirty twenty versus your AC. <sighs> Dodge. Dodgeball. Uh, nine points. Uh, so that's what uh, five. Five points of uh, bludgeoning damage. Pelicans, <laughs> does your go. Dodge bell. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh dear, these are getting worse. <laughs> what do I do? We're not doing. We're not damaging it. Ugh. Is there anything the I can do? Uh, do you want to make a perception check then, uh, Mr. Pelicos? 16. Okay. Uh, you go to one of the mirrors and it is cycling through to uh, Northport. Uh, you see Northport and uh, again through the mirror uh, you see that it is set up in a little uh, shack. Sorry, I'm trying to find it. Where is it in my notes? Oh, uh, it is in the saloon in Northport that you may remember. It's sort of, it seems to be on its roof. 
uh, pointing at the soap church and uh, lounging in a hammock nearby, uh, you see an old lady uh, who has a pair of knitting needles on her chest and is snoring away. What do you do? Hello! Hello! Hello, dear crafter! Hmm? Ah, what? What? Yes, I've asked you! Um... Uh, she uh, hops down from her um, hammock and comes sort of stumbling towards me and goes, What's this mirror doing here? And, oh um, my god! Yes, as you can probably see, right behind me is a larger than bell that's tried to kill us all and kill our democracy. Would you mind very much uh, dismantling the bell in the soap church tower? Uh, uh, yes, yes, of course. Thank you. In the next hour. It would be really helpful. Are you? Pelicos, is that you? Yes. Oh, well, nice to see you again. It, it's me, Harriet. How, how are oh, you? Oh, yes, it is. Hello. Uh, I've just been doing some knitting. Would you like to see? Go on. Uh, and she shows you uh, a little uh, knitted helmet that looks like the Hammerhand helm. Oh, that's... You! That's dear. Uh, um... She, like, puts her hand up against the mirror and... Hmm, I can't seem to get through to you. I would like to, uh, do some stabbing of my own. And she kind of rubs at her biceps. And goes, uh, bell tower. Okay, right. Uh, be right back. I'll, um... Yes. And, uh, she goes, uh, hurrying off. Uh, Tilda, you're up. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to have a pop at a mirror. Okay, yeah, make another perception chart. Oh, I am not perceptive. Six. Six. Um, yeah, it cycles through and you don't see anything you recognise, I'm afraid, this time. Uh, Gorlak goes next. And he is going to draw a short sword and try and uh, do a slash on a larger Len. Uh, no, that's 15. That's not going to hit. He just goes, ding, off the side. I think he just goes, ding, ding, ding. Why won't you die? <laughs> uh, Dareth, you're up. Mirrors, 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 mirrors. Make a perception. Uh, perception or investigation, whichever you prefer. Let's see what we can do. Mirrors. Mirrors. That's a 15. <laughs> no, is 15. it? I did my maths wrong for a second. It's a 14. 14. Uh, it's just good enough. Uh, so this mirror cycles through and you see... Oh, uh, it's... Uh, uh, Forest of Mean again, and uh... okay, yeah, you see uh, somebody running up to the mirror. Uh, you see a figure who is shining in sparkly spandex is with that uh, glowing, shining yeah. glasses. <laughs> she stands up to the mirror and does a massive uh, pose. Uh, I, I like faux swoon. <laughs> hey, you guys. I heard you were having a bit of trouble. Thought you could use a hand from the J-Dog. Yeah, we thought we'd give oh, you a well, yeah. ring. Bells? Ring? Since the old sword went and got broke, I went and hired a cute little artificer guy down in town. He gave me something super extra special. He calls it the Thunderbus. And uh, she pulls out from a bag a massive gun-looking device, <laughs> like a blunderbuss that is covered in sequins and sparkles. Uh, and uh, she says, Wait, is this going to blow that mirror up? It looks pretty good. I don't want to damage it. <laughs> I mean, look at that reflection. Pelicos, 
you feel a little twinge of magic about you uh, as you're kind of crowded in around this mirror. Itch! And uh, what do you do? Reach out to the mirror. As you reach out to the mirror, it glows, and the image of Jamie on the other side becomes slightly clearer. You all duck down, but uh, Pelkos, you still keep one hand on the mirror as Jamie fires her blunderbuss at larger Len, who is a little bit blindsided by this and is going to take 52 points of damage. Whoa. Uh, that does knock him back slightly, and uh, he's starting to smoke. Uh, but the uh, mirror to North Pole, uh, to, to the Forest of Mean, seems to have gone stark now. Uh, Larger Len goes next, and uh, he stands up to his full height, and then just again brushes some imaginary dust off his shoulder, and comes charging at. Let's go with Tilda. He's got it in for you, I think. Uh, he has got it in for me. I don't know why. I'm only little. 22 versus AC, Ooh, I imagine, is going to do a thing. Uh, 15 points of bludgeoning damage, and can you make a dexterity saving throw? Six. You are not prone. Not uh, prone how are you doing either. on health, by the way, Tilda? I've, I've only got 17 points. <laughs> okay, cool. I might be in trouble here. I may die. For a second attack, Larger Len slams his belly again. Can you all make constitution saving throws? I could if I wasn't 14. dropping the dice. Uh, nope. Uh, you're okay. Natural 20. Okay, so Dareth, you're going to take nine points of thunder damage. Okay. okay. Uh, Pelikos, Europe. Another mirror. Okay, uh, make your choose between perception or investigation, whichever uh, you. you are doesn't matter at. because I've just rolled another natural twenty. Ooh, okay, yeah. You look into a mirror, and this one cycles through to. Hey, I look good. <laughs> you do look good. That's kind of Pelikos's thing. This one cycles through to Ragnar's Rock. And uh, you see a um, pink church that is quite close to this particular mirror. And down in the church grounds, you see a white-haired man uh, who's doing a bit of uh, gardening, it looks like. Uh, what do you do? Hey! Hey, Dammer! Uh, father! Father Wyvern! He, upon hearing his name, he, he sort of has a start and looks around and eventually he sees uh, your mirror and uh, he goes scrambling up to it and uh, says hello what's this I say if I touch this mirror here can you cast something appallingly thunderously violent through it at this bloody bell uh, he looks and goes well I'm not usually one for the violent type but uh i tell you what I could do. How about some uh, wound curing? Would that go down well? Oh, yes. Go down well with me. And uh, you, Mr. Pelikos, how are you on uh, spells? Um, fairly low. Ah, yes, well. Uh, the rest of you, he uh, holds out his hand and casts Mass Cure Wounds. 
and you each receive 10 points of healing. Nice. Uh, including you, Pelicos. Yay! Uh, oh, actually, I'll, okay, I'll give you a choice then, Pelicos. You can either take Ooh. some healthy healing or you can take some spell slot healing. I will take the spell slots. Okay. Uh, Pelicos, please regain. Uh, which level spells would you like to heal? Um, second level. Second level. Uh, ooh, take four spell slots back for second level. Ooh, that's alright. Uh, the mirror goes dark and uh, cycles through other towns except for Ragnar's Rock. Uh, Tilda, it is your go. I think I'm getting the hang of this. <laughs> Am I up again? Uh, you can stand up uh, using your movement. Uh, stand up and I will, um, yeah, go to the mirrors. Okay. Go through the mirrors. Go for it. Okay. Is that a perception? Yep. Thirteen. Thirteen. Just about. Tilda, um, you are somewhat dazed and confused after uh, the last attack from Larger yes. Len. A uh, bit of a pounding headache, even with uh, Father Wyvern's healing. Uh, in the mirror, you do see a figure that is approaching slowly. And they come up to you and are looking you directly in the eye because they are of a height with you. And it's Doris Pumpkin. Hello. And uh, she says, Tilda, we've come to help. Brilliant. Uh, um, I'm not sure what you could do. We're fighting a big bell. Uh, behind her, you see more halflings appearing. Hundreds and hundreds of them. And Gosh, it's everybody. Yes, you crane your neck around and you see that in every single one of the mirrors there is a group of halflings and each of them have a set of bows and arrows in their hands. And uh, Doris, taking up her own long bow, says, Tilda, you helped us escape, so we're going to help you. I searched my heart and there I found my heart. And behind her, you can see a large, winged shape. The dragon Sean leans down and says, Ooh, freed me from my prison. It was my desperate need for vengeance that kept me so ensnared. But now I have a chance to heal. I search my heart and I find the hearts of these halflings, including you, my good Tilda. So, how would you all like to see me do a little burnination? You know, Sean Popcook, I would love to see you do a little burnination. Mr. Pelicosh! Burnination! <laughs> Mr. Pelicosh, if you would be so kind. I leap across. I caress my mirror. Uh, Sean leans back, but before he can do anything, all of the halflings pull, knock an arrow, pull their bows and fire them and through all of the mirrors you see a shimmering gold light as hundreds and hundreds of arrows come pouring out and fly into <laughs> the larger Len and he's going to take some damage. Tilda, would you like to roll this damage for us? Yes, uh, I would. Would you like to roll 10d8? 37. Woozies. Uh... Larger Len staggers back from this and looks very, very unhappy and confused. Uh, the dragon rears back 
and bellows golden fire through the mirror. It doesn't hit the bell. Instead, it hits all of you, but it's not painful in the slightest. Instead, you all feel filled with magic. You, yes, even you, Tilda. You feel absolutely pulsating with power, and you all look at your various melee weapons, and in Tilda's case, your arrows, and they're all glowing with golden fire, and larger Len looks terrified. Dareth, Jogo. I'd like to do a whip, please. Do a whip. Take advantage on this roll. Yes. Does 25 hit? It does hit. Okay. It's going to be nine points of... Uh, That's actually going to be 18 points of... Nice. Uh, Larger Len uh, goes next, uh, but he is so kind of staggered back by this uh, that he misses one of his attacks. He shakes his head out of it, and it's going to come after Tilda. But Tilda, can you make a dexterity saving throw for me? Actually, no. Can, no. Can you make a strength save for me? Yeah, that saves. How much did you get? 19. Cool, yeah. Uh, Larger Len is ramming down his fist upon you. But you, filled with this golden light, you lift a single palm and catch it. And it's as if nothing has hit you. And Larger Len staggers back. Uh, his eyes going wide and wild. Uh, he flails out and tries to hit Gorlak, who is going to try and make a save, uh, and dances out of the way. Uh, Larger Lend flails about, uh, looking quite desperate. Pelikos, it's your go. Pelikos, shall we end the bell? <laughs> yes! I, 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 grip my, I grip my sword in both hands. It is glowing hand. with golden fire. One hand on the blade, one hand on the hilt. I, I have the power. <laughs> and it's time. Eighteen. Um, Am I rolling with advantage? Right? Advantage, yes. Oh, well, that's better. Twenty-three. Yeah, that hits. Right. Six, ten, eleven, fourteen. 14 points of damage. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, that's actually yeah. going to be 29 points of damage. Ooh. And that's another 7 points of green flame. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, 14 points of green flame. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Tilda, it's your go. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm going to just... Not, not lightning arrows, just regular arrows. Yep. Um, I'm going to fire. Go for it. Take advantage. Okay. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, oh, my first shot is 26. Hits. Uh, 20. Yep, that hits. Meets, beats. Yeah. 13 points of damage. Okay, cool. That's going to be 26 points of damage then. Uh, Gorlak goes next. He's going to cast Magic Missile. Uh, so that's going to be 16 points of damage as these Magic Missiles go slamming into the larger Len. Dareth, it's your go. Alright. I would like to do another whip, please. Yep, yep, yep. 17. Does not hit, I'm afraid. No! I, I, I just whip the air and I still <laughs> seem very enthused. You still seem. You look very cool. Like, oh, I always uh, do. 
I think because um, Dareth has uh, blonde hair, uh, this sort of golden fire makes you look even cooler somehow. Thank you. Uh, it is large lens go. Uh, Larger Len is going to aim a hit at Pelicos. Uh, 16 versus AC. Oh, that unfortunately hits. Okay. Uh, he aims it at your head. So that would be 14 points of damage. But seven. as uh, seven points of damage, as it reaches down, the hammer helm almost comes to life, and the hand raises the hammer back and whacks the hand away, uh, reducing <laughs> the damage the to well, that'll be three points of damage then. Yep. Uh, Pelicos, it's your go. Uh, I should say that your ha- hammer helm is also wreathed in golden flame at this point. Ooh, I can ring a bell. <laughs> I've always wanted to ring the bell. Campanology. <laughs> Campanology is for heroes. Uh, make I, an attack I, roll with the advantage. Yes. It's going to have to be with advantage. 21. Ooh, yeah, you hit. Uh, do some damage. Um, I think the helm is 3d6 plus yep. 3. Yep. Which is 12 points. Cool, that is 24 points of damage. And as you rear your hand, your head back and slam it into the side of the bell, a crack forms down the centre of the bell. Can you roll a d4 for me? I don't know, these bells are uh, two. Okay. Uh, bits of the armour seem to have been chipped off this bell. I say... I think I may have been going about this the wrong way to begin with. <laughs> Tilda, it's your go. Go for it. 26. It's. 19. That hits as well. Its, it's AC has gone down by two, thanks to Pelicos. Uh, 16. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, Gorlak uh, is next, and he pulls his uh, short sword out, and then looks at all of you and says, "All right, all of you, together, by our collective acts, we can change the world." Can you all make an attack roll with advantage oh. with your chosen weapon? That's a twenty-one again. Got twenty-eight. That hits. That hits, and Gorlak also hits. Uh, can you all roll your damage? 15. Got a 15. 9 again. 9. 13. 13, and Gorlak does. 8. Uh, you all rush forward as one, leap into the air, and you bring down the hammer, the whip, and short sword, and you plunge them into the crack in larger lens armour. Pelicos, as you slam the hammer helm down, uh, the rest of you see this golden light around the hammer helm expands and becomes a sort of giant spectral hammer helm that rings against the bell. The bell shudders, staggers, and then, with an almighty crescendo, it explodes 
and the pieces go flying around the room. A couple of them smash some mirrors, uh, and you are all knocked back a little bit by the force, uh, and the pieces scatter at your feet. Have we thunderstruck? (laughs) (laughs) Malzar says, No, but you're about to be. She steps down from the throne and approaches you, her shield pulsating around her. She's no longer smiling. Lightning flashes between her fingers, and she aims her staff in your direction. Gorlak rushes in front of the four of you as a human shi- uh, goblin shield, and uh, he says, Got to get her out of that shield. I've got an idea. Pelagos. Yes? You can connect to those mirrors, can't you? It looks like it. Right then. We'll keep her distracted. Find somewhere to send her where she can never come back. Right. Uh, Pelicos, you dash off to the uh, mirror. nearest mirror. Nearest mirror. Uh, make an arcana check. Oh, now that would be a good one. Oh, I might be able to. Natural 20. Natural 20. Yes. Uh, Which makes it you 23. You touch the mirror and it almost tries to resist you, but it cannot. Uh, you almost take full control of this mirror and you, in your mind, you see the network in all of its splendor and entirety and you can choose anywhere in the network that you would like this mirror to go to. Where do you choose? Oh boy, where she can never come back. Even at the bottom of the ocean. Uh, there isn't a mirror at the bottom of the ocean as far as I know. Oh, there is a mirror. oh yes, there's a mirror on the moon. Yeah, you... The moon! You see <laughs> the uh, image in the mirror shifting and running up the corridors of uh, the, the, the network and then turns sharply upwards and starts flying up into the sky. The moon's quite far away, so it might take some time. Uh, Gorlak says, right, the rest of you... We've got to get her out of that shield. Dareth, it's your go. What do you do? I... So she's still in the shield? Yes. And we're trying to get her towards the mirror? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can I try and tempt her over with some dancing lights? Sure. Um, Deception check? <laughs> got a 13. No, I don't think she's that convinced by your dancing lights. Uh, I think she's actually annoyed by your dancing lights. Uh, Tilda, your go. I'm going to offer her a biscuit. <laughs> um, persuasion? How do you persuade her to get to take her biscuit? Fifteen? Would you like a biscuit, Malzor? She looks at your biscuit, reaches out a hand levitates it out of your hand and into her own and then crushes it with her hand and lets the crumbs fall. Well, uh, that's just a shocking waste of good business. <laughs> uh, this is why you're not going to win. <laughs> Gorlak goes next. He stands forward and uh, puts a hand against the uh, shield which sort of vibrates with purple energy and Malzar just growls and says can't get to me, peasant! I'm all-powerful, and soon I shall own everything. And Gorlak tilts his head and says, You know what? The one thing the powerful can't stand is light 
being shed on them. And the best light I can think of is the light of the sun. And he casts Sunburst. Uh, a brilliant sunlight flashes in a 60-foot radius centred at a point you choose within range, and he's going to choose in front of Malzar's face. Each creature must make a constitution saving throw, which she is going to attempt. Three plus whatever, that's not going to save. And it's going to take 12 d6 radiant damage, which is a lot. It takes 50 points of radiant damage and her shield explodes Uh, and she is now blinded by the light. Gorlak uh, trots over to Pelikos and says, right, uh, have you got it working? Are are you heading to the moon? It seems to be on its way. You can't call down the moon, you know. Right, we'll, we'll keep her talking. Uh, Malzar is kind of rolling around on the floor, screaming, hands over eyes. My eyes! My glass eyes! I went so long on these! This way! This way! It's over, Malzar. Your bell is broken, and you're blinded. <laughs> There'll be other elections you've only delayed me. If you want to escape, Malzar, this way! Uh, make a persuasion check, Pelicos. <sighs> Twelve. Uh, she just shakes her head. If um, I, oh, I'm only half as persuasive as I used to be. <laughs> yeah, that's what you get for gambling. Uh, mm. Golak says, What are you trying to achieve? It can't work. People won't just give up democracy for you. I mean, look at Tilda, Pelicos, and Dereth. They're not going to give it up, even after everything you showed them in the mirrors. Uh, he's kind of looking to you two for like help in his uh, argument. Oh shit! Yeah, no. no, we're absolutely not going to give up democracy. Democracy, no. good. Monarchy, guillotine. Yeah. <laughs> Monarchy, fired into space. What are you afraid of, Goblin? If people are so immune to propaganda, why bother stopping me? You know it will work. That's why. Fear is so much more powerful than everything else. Fear of loss, fear of pain, fear of the other. It's what drives people. Why do you say, want people to be scared? I say, Derek, do you want to use that whip? Just a tugger. No, pull her. Uh, yeah, Derek, do you want to make an attack roll then? You want to come across the room. 15. Uh, I think you grab onto her hand. Uh, so make a strength contest, I think this is going to be. How strong am I? Ooh, she got a 13. I've got a 12. Ooh, I think you're kind of at a stalemate. Pelikos, eventually, uh, can you make another arcana check? Pelikos. Um, 10. Okay, I think with your previous nat 20 as well, uh, you're getting really, really close to the moon. Uh, so I think it's going to take another round. Uh, uh, Golak says, uh, You think that fear drives people? There are other things too. People are motivated by more than just their fears. There's hope. Hope. Hope makes people stay in their place. It makes them feel safe and secure. Hope keeps people behind walls. Keeps them waiting for someone to come along and save them. Fear is what makes people get up and move. Fear makes people act. Fear makes you run. You know it. You all know it. I don't agree with you, Malza. Why are you not afraid? 
not you. Everyone's afraid, but the thing that got me moving was hope. The thing that got me out of everything I could have become and made me me instead is because I hoped for something better and something bigger and something that meant something. I was scared of the movement, but I wouldn't have got here if it hadn't been for the hope of something better. Uh, can you make a persuasion check? I'll give you advantage because I liked that. Uh, 24. Okay, uh, she's looking really unsteady on her feet. And you managed to yank her a bit forward with uh, the whip. Pelikos, through the mirror, you see the barren, silvery surface of the moon. Rocks and dust swirl about in whirls, and above the earth shimmers like a blue marble. In the, ju- in the dust, Whoa. just beside the mirror, you see a skeleton. A golden crown rusting on its head, with a hand reaching out towards the mirror. What do you do? I'm tempted. I'm tempted to reach out. There's nothing more shiny than a crown. Leave it alone. It's a bad idea. Mm-hmm. I would, I say, I would say, look, Malzobit, you can't see. Uh, but that's <laughs> where monarchy gets you. You know, believing in this nonsense of fear and oppression and, and, and cruelty and one person being in charge, you end up as a skeleton on the moon and nobody goes to your funeral. And nobody cares. <laughs> Um, Nobody misses the monarchy. No, I don't miss the monarchy like I miss my family, who were real people. Malza, it's here. The crown. All you have to do is reach out and take it. I think as you put your hand through the mirror to try and grasp the crown and maybe like throw it at her or something... um, I wasn't going to grab it. (laughs) I was just tempted. The skeleton uh, grabs your wrist. And it tries to pull itself through the mirror. But as its bony fingers pass the threshold, you feel something like a sharp wind pulling at you. Uh, You stumble back from the mirror and you see broken bits of bell rising from the floor and being sucked through the mirror. The vacuum is growing in strength, dragging everything towards it. Oh, heck! Dareth and Tilda, you see Pelikos being somewhat pulled towards the mirror. I throw myself what? at him and I throw my arms around his knees and roughly <laughs> tackle him to the floor. Uh, cool. Dareth, what do you do? <laughs> I do exactly the same thing. Cool. Uh, Gorlak rushes over and grabs you by the arm and you're all kind of being pulled forward towards it. Gorlak looks at you, Dareth, and looks at the whip, and then looks at one of the pillars holding the ceiling up. But, but but saving Pelicos? Uh, you're all oh, grabbed onto Pelicos. Oh, on the whip first! The whip first! Okay, uh, grab the whip. Uh, you whip out. Uh, can you make an attack roll with the whip? That's going to be 21. Cool. You whip out and the whip slips around a pillar. And now you all have a pretty good grip. And we you manage to... grip on the whip. Oh, cool. I can see what you're trying to get yes. us to do. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Malzar, blind and enraged, is swiping this way and that, but slowly she's been pulled towards the mirror as well. She dives for the throne, clinging to it with all her might. But you four, you hold on to each other, holding hands and legs and hopes. The pull of the void is tugging on you, eager to swallow you into the emptiness of space, but you hold on, trusting one another, using one another's strength, and so becoming stronger. Malzar, meanwhile, is clinging to her throne. Her sight is only now returning, 
She digs her fingers in harder, but the throne is crumbling. Piece by piece it is falling apart. Her handholds are disintegrating. She looks over at you with pure fear and hatred. As her last grip fails, Malzar is pulled from the throne and tumbles head over heels backwards. She falls through the mirror and you see her frozen face in the cold as ice claws around her flesh. Then the throne tumbles and crashes into the mirror, smashing it to pieces along with itself. It sends out a shockwave through the whole room. Tilda, you see Doris in one of the other mirrors. She gives you one last thumbs up as her mirror explodes too. Every mirror in the room bursts in a shower of sparks and broken silver. They shatter in colours of red, green, blue, yellow, white, orange, turquoise. It's like a fireworks display. Then the shards float towards the ground in a snowfall of silver dust. You feel gravity return to normal. And also you fall, slamming hard and falling flat on your asses. Ah, as gravity tends to do. Malzar is defeated. (sighs) You lie taking your breath for a moment, uh, relishing the victory. Uh, The strain is put on you. Pelikos, you look up and see Gorlak has detached himself from this pile of people. And uh, he offers a hand to help you get up. Thank you, sir. Uh, you all stand up and Gorlak's like dusting himself off and goes, well, friends, seems we're all uh, regicides now. Do you think it'll pull well? I think it will pull um. fantastically. <laughs> Are you alright? Are you going to be able to manage the election? You're not too bruised and dusty. And... I think a long That's... rest would suit me. Um... I don't think you'd get a long rest if you're Prime Minister. Well, <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm sure there's I'm sure there's some medication for regicide. Um... Outside, you hear the chimes of regular large len uh, that tolls out three o'clock, and nothing happens. Ah, medium len. Uh, Golak says, "Well, three o'clock in the morning. I suppose that means there's only what ten, what thirteen hours before tolls close, something like that." Just enough time for a short rest, maybe. Well, yes. And a change of clothing, perhaps. Oh, yes. I ne- I've got a new tie I need to try on. Ch- change of trousers. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, well... What could do with a nap? <laughs> You're busy. Oh, yeah, yes, yes. Always. Everybody, everybody have a biscuit. Do you have the malted milks with the chocolate on it? Oh, yeah. Oh, they're nice. Oh, good. <laughs> they look out. They're so good. Yeah, I could yeah. eat an entire pack at once. <laughs> Uh, you dust yourselves off uh, and you sort of give the room one last once over uh, before heading to the exit. Uh, behind one of the broken mirrors you find the door you came up through and uh, head down the stairs to where all the glass statues were. And it looks like there's been quite a battle down here as well. Uh, several glass ghosts lie shattered on the stairs, others are just dormant. Uh, and at the bottom you find Tarmac and Joff bandaging one another up. Uh, Anderson and Sir Fletcher are also there, looking a little battered and bruised. Uh, You see, Anderson has lost his flute. Uh, One of the glass ghosts is holding it, but it looks like it's been bent out of shape, and Anderson is rubbing his head, uh, and you get the impression that he was beaten round the head with his own flute. (laughs) Has Uh, it got like a head-shaped dent in it? 
<laughs> Pretty much. Excellent. Uh, my music career over in an instant. I'll have to go into tabloid journalism. Oh. Where you belong. Unless, uh, uh, he uh, comes up to you, Dad. I think it's a mix, Moonbeam. I was wondering if you would be uh, interested in a new folk rock band. Uh, I'd be lead singer, of course. Fuck off, Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sir Fletcher is uh, looking at his uh, snapped bow, and uh, he looks at you, Tilda, and says... I say, you uh, wouldn't happen to have a spare lying around, would you? Uh, I, I, I could buy it off you, you know. I'm, I'm quite, uh, quite the wealthy chap. I can't let people see me coming out of here with a, with a cracked bow. I'll be the laughing stock. Fuck off. Uh, look, look, look I, I've got money. I and he I taps his. Um, I'm not interested. Oh, well, I don't have. Don't I don't have uh, money no, on no, me. No, shut, shut, you horrible rich old man. You think that you could just walk around just like spending money and buying people and you know what happens when you can't meet somebody who just doesn't give a rat's fart about money? You can't buy people who have no greed. I mean I have lots of greed, but not for money. <laughs> yeah. You know, so so you know, you're never gonna win. Just just fuck off. Fuck off and take your stupid money with you and your stupid broken bone and your stupid big moustache. He uh, hangs his head and uh, says, well, "Perhaps, perhaps you're right." I uh, look. Um, how about this? And he reaches into his uh, jacket pocket and hands you a roll of paper. Which is, it's, uh, it's the deed to the land where your village was. I uh, don't suppose I'll be needing it. And he hands it to you. I stick it in my pocket. <laughs> and I say, fuck off! <laughs> <laughs> and he fucks off. <laughs> uh, Joff walks up to Pelicus's side, looking a little embarrassed. Um, his sequins on his jacket have fallen off, and uh, you can you can't even tell it used to say sneaky. Uh, he says, well, it's perhaps time I gave up on being sneaky. I designed that shirt myself, you know. Uh, Maybe I could go into tailoring. What do you think? I'm shaking my it's head. An <laughs> it's an idea. It's an idea. I shake his hand. Oh, he, he shakes back. He says, well, I could use a man who uh, knows a thing or two about uh, the sartorial side of things. Oh, I'm way beyond that now. <laughs> but if you design it, I may wear it. Oh. Uh, eventually Did you wear you... it even if it said like various across the back? <laughs> <laughs> Would there be anything wrong with that? <laughs> well, I think you know, if anybody could pull it off, it would be you. Why would he there pull you it go. off? He'll be wearing it. <laughs> <laughs> Did it I'll, let, I'll let other people pull it off, of course. <laughs> That's up to them. Uh, eventually you reach the uh, exit wall and uh, Golak taps it with his staff and the door appears and you step out into the cool air of Parliament Hexagon. Uh, you stroll a few yards and turn back to see Golak looking at Prime Minister Tarmac. Slowly he reaches out a hand to her which she regards with some suspicion and he says to a fair fight. She looks at his hand, closes her eyes and sighs and says to a fair fight and shakes his hand 
Across Parliament Hexagon, you see polling stations opening, lines of people already heading to cast their ballots. It's election day, and these people will be casting them in a fair fight, or as fair as it gets around here. The scene is shared across the country. We see Barrow of Furnace, the bridge dividing the goblin side of town, is open to the rest. Tristan the Troll, now in his cap and gown, uh, beams as he opens the gate, letting the goblins march across, heading for the poles. We see Ragnar's Rock, its tower and mountain, just feeling the tips of the sun's rays. Father Wyvern puts down his broom as the finishing touches are done to the clean-up efforts. Then, we see Northport, waves lapping gently against the beach. Two middle-aged women walking barefoot, hand in hand, leaning on one another. Harriet Hobb gives her wife a soft kiss, and they both head up into town, proudly displaying their fable party rosettes. Behind them, a little but stunningly beautiful rat boy follows along, plotting some chaos, no doubt. We see the Forest of Mean, the magical security systems humming along as lines of people watch Falconhoof displaying a surprisingly detailed new jobs plan. He looks up at the rising sun and grins before picking up his own rosette, leaping off the stage to lead the crowd to the polling stations. Jamie links arms with him and they march off, friends to the bitter end. We see Gambler's Grave. Jay is waving at a vanishing cart. Gretchen the Witch hurrying through the snow to get back home. The massive Mastiff lounges in the cat at the back of the cart, chewing on a cauldron, licking up some of the dimensionally transcendental juice that is in there that keeps making her phase in and out of existence. <laughs> Jay smiles as she leaves, and then he goes back home, picks up his rosette and pauses. He fishes out a small locket and opens it to reveal a picture of himself and Dareth when you were very young. Grinning through the years, he smiles and heads to the polls. Back in Parliament Hexagon, the three of you arrive at your shared flat and collapse in a heap in the living room and just fall asleep, exhausted from the night's adventures. It's election day and you have another long night ahead of you. But for the rest of us, it may only be about a week. The Campaign Trail was written and produced by Joel Corner. It starred Aim Phoenix as Dareth Moonbeam, Stephen Poor as Pelicos the Various, and Joanne Hall as Tilda Northwanderer. The voice of Jamie Childs was Jamie Scotter. The theme music is The News Team by Dr. Hollywood, even though it wasn't in this particular episode. I thought it was good to credit them again because that is great music. Additional music credits are in the episode description. You can follow The Campaign Trail at thecampaigntrail.co.uk, on Twitter at thecampaigncast, on facebook.com forward slash campaigncast, and at soundcloud.com forward slash joelcorner, that's J-O-E-L hyphen C-O-R-N-A-H, and at joelcorner.com. In next week's episode, it's election night, and nothing will ever be the same again. 
it'll be a very different episode to all the previous ones. We are no longer playing Dungeons and Dragons in the next episode. There will be uh, no dice rolling from the players or from me. There will be dice rolling from my special assistant who will be rolling the actual election itself. Uh, it will take probably an hour or so. Um, we have lots of guests, lots of special surprises, uh, lots of interviews, and it's just going to be a very strange experience for everyone, I think. Uh, I have virtually no control over how the election is going to turn out. Uh, the players have done all they can to swing the marginal constituencies and the national polling, and it's going to be up to them to see if they've done enough to win Gorlack the Betrayer the majority. So, until then, go back to your constituencies and prepare for adventure. Oh, Joff, let's not ask for the moon. We have the vote. <laughs> right, I'll leave that on the end of this one.